Hello, all. This is Blind Haired Girl. So, I'm going to put a trigger warning <laughs> on this one. Um, I feel like, like, if you're not, uh, it, I'm going to be talking about some really heavy topics in this. Um, yesterday, I had a very most interesting day. <laughs> uh, it was one of the most interesting days I've had in a really long time. Uh, and, and, and not in a good way, you know. Um, so I asked myself, like, how did I create this? Because when I woke up in the morning, I was I was really happy. I woke up and I was just, you know, having this, this is going to be the best day of my life. <laughs> my life. Kind of mornings. I woke up and I, I, was, I was so happy because I didn't wake up to an alarm and I slept in and I, oh God, I was just, um, it was delightful. But then, but I have to say, um, so on Tuesday, the day before, I had gotten news that somebody, not that, that the agency that I work for uh, was currently a client. This person was not currently a client, but... A a child in our community, a high school student, uh, ended his life over the weekend. And and we were kind of like we got this warning about it, you know, because students there's this ripple effect, of course, um, through the community. I don't work with, I mean, I work with some high school students, but not at their school. But some of the, my coworkers work at that school. And I was really bothered by this. I, of course, and I, I actually, you know, in school, and I, I, I have a theory that they're, there will be a percentage of people who will complete, will actually end their life. Um, and statistically, and I don't, I don't understand the difference between people who don't do this and people who do. Maybe something having to do with, um, uh, can't I can't say the word right now. Um just determination, that's not the right word, but agility, like being able to be more flexible in life. Um, but I I was talking to some of my neighbors last night and they said that this child was heavily bullied at school and some kids were actually egging him on to kill himself. And I, I work, I, I've been actually pretty astounded at the, um, I don't know, just the energy 
in the neighborhoods that I work in. The mindset, the it just feels a little bit different than what I was expecting in in the sense of not not in a positive way. Like it's rough. It's it's much more rough than in other areas that are just 10 miles away. And so I I just was I was just feeling so bad for the child who gave up on themselves for the parents for the siblings for the grandmothers I, I mean just the family the community the kids I I just I I just was you know and I know this I know this happens you know but so that was kind of in the back it has been kind of lingering the last few days last couple of days for me that um that this happened. But I woke up and I am and I get this like nearly like almost as I wake up, I get this email. And I have this family that I have been working directly with. And this couple that are divorcing and it has been one of the most bitter cases of domestic violence that I've been around in years. And it's, I don't know that it's physical. It may be, but I don't know that it's actually physical, but it is, it has been just, and and I've actually felt it. I have felt the the I want to call it rage, but I guess I could say like like abuse that has come at me. Um, and working in this this case, like that, I'm not doing things the way this person would like me to be doing them. And and I am solely there for the child, although I have to admit, I am very concerned about the other party in this situation. And But I'm very, very concerned about the child. And so there were details that came out yesterday about this particular case that were just so strange, you can't even make this up. So I started out the morning with that. And, and then I, I go into a meeting and for some reason, my, my camera isn't working. Um, everybody else's cameras, cause I, I did everything remotely. I worked from home yesterday and my, I wasn't showing up on the camera. My camera was black. I don't know why. It was very strange. I don't know. I don't know what was happening. Maybe some interference. I don't know. And and something happened in in the meeting that that I felt like I was I I was spoken to in a way and it was kind of having to do with that but not in a way that I was 
I just don't like being spoken to this way by anyone. But I was spoken to this way in front of all of my coworkers and everything. And I, I just, and had another one of these moments where I just generally feel, I guess it's like a, a God, you know, it is a wound of my own. Um, that I feel undervalued. I feel almost disliked by the people that I'm working with. I mean, I feel like it's evidenced. I I feel like it's actually evidenced, but I mean, it could all be just drummed up in my head. Maybe they absolutely love me, but that's not the impression I get. And I don't know, I don't really know what it is about me that bothers them, but I'm, I mean, regardless of anything, I I honestly just don't know how long I'm going to last at this, at this place. And my hope is, is that I will move on to something else that is my own. I'm not really sure what that looks like. I'm, I'm just kind of giving it up to the universe. I, I had I had this plan before it just keeps it keeps happening. I mean it had been getting better. It had been getting better, but then yesterday it just happened again. <laughs> where where I mean it's just like at least I forget. <laughs> and then and so I've been I've been this year I I I got on to this this um these Valentine's Day gifts that I've been that I've been really excited about. That there was this line an anthropology of what I call like an adult tea set, like truly. Um and and it has like other things that go with it. Like the, it was like a little uh a a butterfly trinket set. Like you just put things, it's like a catch-all kind of tray shaped like a butterfly. And, um, but there were all kinds of stuff that I, like I sent my other friend a, a sugar cream and two mugs, um, to her house. And then, but another friend, I sent this little butterfly and yesterday she had received it and she sent me you know, a a little email, I mean, a little text saying as much that she had received the gift. <clears throat> and then about within 10 minutes of that, I got an email stating that it had been returned. And I, I, uh, I said, well, you know, I didn't return it. You know, so I I called. I called anthropology. I was like, you know, I don't understand what's happening here. I I had this sent out and um and it was returned. Like like why was it returned? And she said, Well, somebody returned it to the store. And I was like, What? <laughs> yeah, somebody had returned it to the store. 
And I didn't know the details about it, but I, you know, oh, and the money was put on a gift card. So they didn't return it to the store and get another one. They just returned it and got the money put on a gift card. And <laughs> and I just, I got to tell you, I... I was hurt in a way that I was surprised. I mean, I was just, I was like, what? And so I ended up, you know, sending this person a little note. And, and I, 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 I kind of thought about it a little bit. And then I just, I just felt like I wanted her to know that I knew. Because I thought she wouldn't, think because I wouldn't have thought they would have necessarily told me and so what I believed had happened was she received it she didn't like it and she took it back and so I just wrote a little note to her a little text message saying that I you know my apologies you know and the reason why I had sent it to her and you know that maybe she could use the you know, the gift card for something else that she that she would like to have, you know. <laughs> and then and I and, and then it was on red, you know how that is. It was on, you know, she saw the text that I had sent her. And then um later, I mean kind of much later, she sent me that it had broken the the mailman had put it in the wrong spot and it and i i really feel like i i actually don't believe that story i mean i mean it could be true but and and i i was talking to my son about this about the fact that there are times where a lie is preferable <laughs> At least for me. Like, I would rather get a lie. I would rather somebody lie to me. I would have rather have not known she had said, taken it back. I, I didn't need to know that. I would have rather been in ignorant bliss that she really enjoyed it than to know the truth that I had sent her something she didn't like it, so she took it back for cash, <laughs> I guess. Um, but... Anyway, regardless, that happened <laughs> along with many other things yesterday. But on the friend thing, I I have decided in my life that the quality of my friendships are very important to me. I mean, I put a lot into them. I had I really do. Um the person that I that I'm referring to that I sent the gift to, I had gone to visit her. I had you know and I really had I, I had gone to visit her and and gone out of my way to visit her, which took a you know a 
rental car, two hotels, gas money, food money. Like, I don't know. I spent maybe, I don't know, $1,000 on this little mini trip to go visit her because she asked me to. And, and I, and so the small of it is, is that my intentionality toward the people in my life, I, I just put, I put a lot of effort into my friendships and I know that, I know that I, I, I'm actually like that. I'm, my, my friends become very close to me. Like they, I care a lot about them. I'm incredibly loyal. And, and so I have to be very discerning. I have to be discerning with the people in my life that I'm going to even be friends with. And if I start to see in that friendship that it's, that it's one-sided, then I'm doing more of the work than the other person. If I'm doing the majority of the of the texting, if I'm the checking in on them more than they ever, you know, if it's and and in a in a loving in a loving way, just letting them go if they are not into it. They're not into that friendship. I'm not going to, you know, keep knocking on that door to to a friendship that's not, you know, I mean, it's fine. I'll just have other people. But I also, I also like spend an exorbitant amount of time alone doing things by myself um, and I mean, in some ways, I sort of like my own company because I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to worry that they won't like the restaurant or they won't want to. I can go wherever I want because I'm not having to consider anyone else's feelings, right? You know, but (laughs) honestly, like, you know, and, and on that note, is this this kind of this idea of like toxic independence? You know, like there there's this this rage all over social media about this 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 um song by Miley Cyrus. And and you know, I can bring myself flowers, I can hold my own hand. You know, I, I I'm just like I'm like, God, you know, you can. Like, like for example, like yesterday, I, I went grocery shopping. My son has been coming with me, which we've been having a lot of fun at the grocery store. I know it sounds so silly, but... And I had put... Um, I'd been buying these small bouquets of flowers... And one of them goes on the kitchen table and the other one goes on a nightstand in my bedroom. And and hope like I have this this second nightstand in my bedroom. 
and hope that somebody will someday be here with me. So it's like I'm I'm like trying to prepare. I'm trying to like be ready for this person in my life to make space for this person in my life. And yeah, it is it's, it's nice to have have buy yourself flowers. And I don't know that you can really hold your own hand per se. This this whole idea of I don't I'm I'm miss independence and I don't need anyone is is so like I don't even know what to say to that. It's it's like I I guess I have some kind of like because maybe it's a core belief of my own. Like I'll never forget my mom. She was like she's like, you know, you really need to just spend some time on your own. This is what she says to me. And I said, Mom, is five years long enough? And she's like, it's been five years? I said, yes, Mom, it's been five years. <laughs> so so what is the amount of time, the proper amount of time, with which to not be an island unto yourself? And while I don't really believe in rules, per se, I guess the way that my life has played out and I guess because of myself, because I created this day, right? I created this situation, right? Of being alone m- much of the time. I've created it for some reason because we are the creators of our life, right? So I don't understand. I don't understand why I've created the situation. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just strange. My formulating thoughts, just as I'm talking about it, but um, so maybe there's a part of me that that has this core value that was, you know, somehow through society, through songs like that, that I don't, I don't have any needs. I'm not supposed to have any needs. I'm not supposed to have any desires, you know just be an island unto myself, just by myself, whatever, you know. And and I just I just feel like like it's it's so much different when somebody you love loves you. It it is completely different. Like when my child brings me flowers, because my kids sometimes bring me flowers. It's different. It's not the same. It's just not. It's different when someone is holding your hand, somebody that you love is holding your hand, is holding your body, is is sharing their energy with you. It's a whole different thing. 
And I, and I feel like in some ways it's kind of underrated. And I feel like, like I am tired of people trying to like society, I guess, just in this constant sense of that somehow fierce independence is, is preferable to that. And I'm just here to tell you, it's not the same. Just going to say that. And then on that note, (laughs) so the last thing that happened yesterday on my kind of horrible day was they, for the, for the domestic violence case that was going on in the morning, they had set up an emergency, an emergency child and family team meeting that nobody had neglected to invite me to. I, the only reason why I knew it was happening was that the case manager had put it out in an email. And everybody else was evidently invited. And I was, you know, well, if you want to call in, you know, it, it, I just felt like it was like, well, what, you know, you don't really need to be there, but okay. Just that I had been working with this family the entire time. I'm the one who did their intake. I'm the one who knows more about this particular situation than anybody else on the team. I I neglected to get an invite, but in the end, I I persevered and I was called and I was in on the call and it was it was really horrible. The meeting, I was so incredibly glad that I wasn't there. And somebody in that meeting said what I perceived to be threats against the other person. It it was it was so bad. And and it could be that I'm that I'm more bothered by all of this because I have experienced this. Maybe not to this degree, maybe to this degree, maybe not to this degree, but because I mean I think it's very, very hard to to compare, but I've been in situations that are like this. So <laughs> I may be more triggered and more bothered by this case than anybody else on the team because I've been in this position with children. And so, and so I just, I get off, I get off the, the, the call and I, I'm just sitting there and I'm, I don't even know how to describe it. And and I I knew that I wasn't going to be able to just go from from all of this like it was a really heavy horrible day that I guess I created for God knows what reason I I I like Abraham Hicks says that this is an indicator of where we are vibrationally. So yesterday I was not in a good place vibrationally. <laughs> But my son and I ended up going to the grocery store. And and then um we had seen this this noodle place like the last time we went, so I decided that we were going to go eat there. And I had like a a a salmon 
and rice bowl was really good. And then I came home and and pretty much went to bed. (laughs) And, and I, and I hope to just wake up in I guess a different vibration. (laughs) And not overanalyze everything and, and uh, wake up in a, a new vibration. Isn't there like a, isn't there a song? Ooh, um, good vibrations. What is that? The Beach Boys? <laughs> isn't there a song? Is it, maybe I'll start singing that in the morning instead of my, it'll be the best day of my life. Um, yeah. So anyway, there was that. Out with the old and with the new. I think I think in this process that because I'm I'm practicing like staying in a good vibration. Um I say that with um sarcasm as you can tell, because this is one of the biggest reasons why I didn't believe in this law that Abraham Hicks talked about. And I was just so because there was this implication that I couldn't, didn't have any power to get myself into the quote-unquote proper vibration. And, and I, and so I, I have a bit of resentment about, I feel like now in my life, I'm a little bit more practiced. But there there are going to be times in this process, this is what I've learned, is that there are going to be times in this process where I'm I'm not going to have a good day. I'm not. There will be stuff that will come up. There's going to be stuff that is going to come up sometimes. And not to be shaken by it and to just, to just chillax somehow. And and know that it's just a cloudy day and maybe tomorrow it won't be. And it's going to be all right, you know, in the end. And so what? So what? I had a bad day. I mean, you know, but just that sometimes this is going to happen. And and I I think it's unrealistic to think that every day is going to be the same perfect day. And it's okay for me to have an off bad day and just be accepting of that. But anyway, I really do appreciate y'all listening to to my day. Anyway, I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.